intimacy, especially emotional intimacy, is an art to master. So remember that it's an art to master. Anything that requires mastery is not going to be something that comes easy. It's going to take time. It's going to take work. So don't be upset or angry if you and your partner are not having a strong emotional intimacy on date one. Six months in, a year in. This is a lifetime of work that you're trying to do. What's up, fam? Welcome back to our channel. My name is Tim, and you are tuning in to another episode of the W Podcast. I am so excited for you to be joining us today. We're going to be talking all about emotional intimacy. Now, before you tune out, especially fellas, listen. Emotional intimacy is one of the best things you can do for your relationship. Not only will it help you grow closer to your partner and learning how they think, learning why they think the way they do, but it will also help you in the bedroom. Now, I know this is dating and our channel focuses on that and we do godly dating, so you ain't having sex right now. But I'm telling you, if you practice this in your dating relationship, when you do get married, the sex is gonna be even better once you get there instead of having to learn to do this all the time. See, we have people who have told us, man, I wish I would have listened to this podcast before I got married. There are certain tools that I didn't have, and that's why we're so glad that you're here watching this video right now, because you're going to be able to get tools that are going to set you up to have a healthier, stronger marriage earlier. Who doesn't like to save their time? So I'm telling you, make sure you lock in because we're gonna be sharing seven keys to emotional intimacy that's gonna really help you take your relationship to the next level. Whether you're dating right now or you will be dating one day in the future, this is gonna help you. So let's get into it. This week's question is, what does emotional intimacy really mean? What does that look like in conversation with the person you're courting? Mm. This is a great question because I feel like it's very practical. I feel like it's a... Uh, it's a real, it's a question that's deeper than sex or oh. how do we like, you know, how do I get to like this person? Like, it's just, I feel like it's a deeper question. Don't you feel like that? Is? Sure. The emotional intimacy sounds pretty deep. Right. All right. Anyway, so I looked up a definition because I wanted to be smart. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted to have a, a working definition for us for emotional intimacy. And what I found was a closeness in which both partners feel secure and loved, and in which trust and communi communication ooh, abounds. So a relationship where trust and communication abounds. And I like that because I feel like it simply just means, do I trust you and do I feel comfortable talking mm, to you? That's good. Often. Because when I hear trust, I think of vulnerability. Right. And it's hard for you to be vulnerable. In a way, being vulnerable is being like emotionally naked mm. um, with a person. It doesn't, I think... Emotional intimacy is good because that definition, it's not just bound to romantic relationships too. You can be emotionally intimate or close with someone trying a romantic relationship before. I feel like in the past like 10, 15 years, something that's been big is um, like emotional cheating. People talk about that, but they haven't physically cheated on their spouse, but they've um, cheated emotionally. And that comes from emotional intimacy. Yeah. And one thing I'll say is it's not something that comes naturally. Like, Anybody you see that has great emotional intimacy, it wasn't just something that, oh, the chemistry was just right. It's something that they intentionally worked on. Is that right? mean love at first sight isn't real? No. I mean, attraction energy. attraction at first sight, for sure. Yeah. But see, we teach people how to love us, and we teach people how to communicate with us. Mm -hmm. There's certain people you know where you grew up, if you come at them a certain way, things is jumping off. Period. Like, if you come up to them, you say something wrong, on sight. 
You go up and say that same thing to somebody else, and they're going to back away. They're going to cry, right? So mm-hmm. we, we teach people how to love us and communicate with us based off of how we respond to them and how we tell them, hey, don't talk to me like that. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, we teach people. So just keep that in mind that it's, it's something that you're going to so continue working through. It takes through. time to teach somebody, hey, this is what I need from you. This is how I like to be communicated with. Absolutely. It's a lifetime of work. If you are dating somebody and y'all are blessed to get married, that doesn't mean as soon as y'all jump the broom and get yeah. married that y'all are emotional intimacy is going to be on a thousand because right. it's not. <laughs> it's going to be a lifetime. It's something that you can that you can and should build while you're dating. Yeah. And you know, you talked about uh, emotional nakedness a little bit, like briefly. And I feel like that's something that we don't really talk about a lot in our culture. I feel like physical nakedness is something that is really big yeah. in our culture today. Because think about it. We grow up. We see it on TV. We see it in movies, magazines. Yeah, sex is glorified. It's monetized. Anywhere you look. So, so to be honest, a lot of times it's easier to be physically naked with somebody instead of being emotionally naked. It's so true. Yeah, it's much easier to show off your body than it is to tell people your greatest fears or your dreams. Right. Emotionally naked just simply means you're free to express your full self without the fear of being judged. Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people know their body is bomb, so they, they're not worried about getting judged, so they can just get naked like that. But if I tell you my heart, mm, if I good. tell you the deepest, darkest secrets that I have, yeah. what are you going to think about me? Yeah, especially if we're not used to even being that open with God who is perfect and who loves us. And it's going to be even harder to be that open with another sinner who right. is going to judge us. Because a lot of us haven't even seen that in our homes growing up, yeah. right? Our parents weren't very emotionally uh, intimate. So it is really hard to get a good example of that. And even some homes, especially for men or, or um, for other black communities, a lot of times you're punished for being emotional. Stop crying, boy. Yeah. What's that little man? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> Do you have a little flashback? Man? Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> We're not talking about me. So in dating... You want to start building towards healthy emotional intimacy. It's something, again, that you're going to constantly be working towards. Uh, so that's kind of what I would say. Did you have some other thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you hit, um, you know, gave us a great deep dive on emotional intimacy. I think just to reiterate something I mentioned earlier was like emotional intimacy is something that you already have in other relationships. It obviously is at a different level when you're, you know, thinking about a future with somebody and, and marrying them. But you have emotional intimacy with your best friend. Think about who the person is. You know, if you were to get a call right now and someone were to tell you, like, you just want a million dollars, or someone were to call you and say, you know, a loved one passed away, who would you share that news with? Um, it's probably going to be your best friend or someone that you trust deeply. And if anyone who you trust deeply, you have emotionally emotional intimacy with them. And it doesn't mean intimacy in an, in an, in an appropriate way. It just means trust and vulnerability. That's something that you want to have with someone who you're dating. And it's definitely something that you need to have to have an, a healthy marriage. So if you're out there, if this is your question, and you're thinking like, I don't really know what emotional intimacy is. It's that closeness, that trust that you have with a close friend. Yeah, that's good. So are we ready for practical tips? We're ready. Quick commercial break. If you are watching this episode, the week it dropped, then great news. We still have tickets available to our one-to-one singles mixer. Now, at this very moment on Tuesday when it releases, we are going to be having the event but we still have men's tickets that we can sell. Now, here is the really cool thing. Ladies, don't give up on inviting and spreading the message because we're very close to 
catching the men's tickets up to the women's that's already sold. And as soon as that happens, we're going to open the women's tickets back up. So if you want to come to this event, if you want to be able to experience a mixer where it's going to be a man for every woman there, I'm telling you, make sure you share this event. It's going to be an amazing time where we're going to have intentional games and experiences designed to help you connect with people at this event that you've never experienced. I'm telling you that now. Practical tips, let's get into it. So it's going to be very practical. Like we got seven uh, steps, not even steps, just seven keys to emotional intimacy. And each one kind of builds off the other. This is not something we made up. This is out there in the world. So in the world. just be, be honest, I didn't make this up. But these are good places to start when it comes to emotional intimacy. The first one is cliche. What does that mean? That just means me and Pauline, or if I'm at the gas station, or right? Service level. Right, I'm at the gas station, service level. Hey, how you doing? Weather looks nice today. You know, go Lakers, whatever. Like, that's cliche. Go Celtics. No. Uh, the second one is the facts. And the facts can be broken down in general or personal. Okay. So general facts is talking about politics or talking about sports or other things that are factual, right? But then like our current events. Correct. Yeah, okay. Or personal is more about uh, stuff that's happening in life personally. So this is level three. Right. So a fact about you is you lived in Boston, right? That's a fact. Whereas me, I grew up in Baltimore. So that those are facts about us that personal we can talk about, right? You and your boyfriend, y'all can talk about facts about politics or about your, your personal life, right? And those are probably things that you guys have done maybe on the first date. So tell me where you went to school, you know. Right. Simple stuff. Yeah. That's the second level of intimacy. The, the third th level is opinions. And that's opinions on life. And this is where we can start to get a little tricky. And you have to be careful with all of these uh, levels of intimacy. You want to be mindful of how you respond and how you look when your partner is telling you things. Because right? you don't want them to feel judged. Right. Because the minute they feel judged, they're gonna shut down. it's over. Yeah. It's over. And, and you're no longer a safe place. Maybe not in general, mm. but with that issue, you're not a safe place. And yeah. that's happened in our relationship. And we've all been there before. Like, okay, I'm never going to tell so-and-so that thing again. Because the way they reacted did not make me feel safe. Yeah. And we've had issues where that we've had that situation where I, I felt like I couldn't come to you for whatever reason. And we've worked through those and it's gotten a lot better. But when you get to that place where you lose your partner's trust, you have to do a lot or, more work yeah, to get back to a place of trust. So you want to try to keep that. Up front. So again, opinions are just opinions about anything in your life that you have an opinion on. The next level is hopes and dreams. So again, you want to be careful when your partner is telling you about this. Don't start saying things that could be harmful because hopes and dreams is vulnerable. Yeah. I'm telling you what I believe that is going to happen in my life. I want to be a millionaire or I want a six pack or mm. I want I, I want to be friends with this person, whatever it is. I want me and my mom to be close again, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just something that you hope and you dream for, and that can be very vulnerable. Yeah, because a lot of times you can feel silly sharing your hopes and dreams. Like, people can laugh at you and make you feel, like, dumb for even wanting that or thinking that's yeah. possible. Absolutely. The next level is faults, fears, and failures. Mmm, it's an alliteration, right? <laughs> so, literally, it's anything in your life that you're scared of. Man, like, I really don't want to work hard in life because I feel like if I give something my all mm. and I fail, I'm not going to be able to recover from that. Yeah. that This is like when you're really getting deep with somebody. Yeah. You don't just go around telling everybody your fears and failures. Right. right? And all of them, we're not even aware of them ourselves. Yeah. And I'll say this. In a dating relationship, each level low-key shouldn't 
happen as until certain stages of your relationship, right? So you shouldn't be second date talking about fears and stuff. Like that's a little right, much. Yeah. But if you're seven months in, a year in, a year and a half in, two years in, you should be able to be at that place with that person, depending yeah. on how fast you guys are progressing emotionally and getting close to marriage when it comes to expressing your failures to that person or fears. And even I'll add to like if you guys were friends for a while before you started dating, you may already be right. further along this intimacy. Context uh, matters. Level. Yeah, so if you guys are friends for a little bit, you guys probably already moved past, hopefully, the cliches and the personal stuff, and then you, you kind of got to start off a little bit um, deeper. Yeah, and then seventh, the last level of intimacy, and this mm -hmm. is really something that you can't really get to it's until you're married, but it's legitimate needs. It's your favorite. You want to yeah. go expound on that? No. Legitimate needs. It just Once you are truly able to be vulnerable with your partner, you're then able to help care for them uh, and care for their needs, right? Because now that I can trust you with my hopes, with my dreams, with my opinions, with facts about my life, I now am opened up to receive love from you in such more, a more powerful way. And I'm able to give you love better. Because think about someone that you really trust in this world. There's almost nothing that you wouldn't do to help them. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you wouldn't do to care for them. Uh, so this is when you're really in that, like, we we in it. This is my, my girl, my guy. That yeah. commitment is there. Uh, again, that, that really won't come around till marriage, in my opinion. Um, or it shouldn't. You right. shouldn't really be relying and needing each other until you're married. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the needs one a lot, probably because it's the one that has helped me heal the most. Because um, I'm the type of person who I have a really hard time asking for help. Um, I have a really hard time like relying on people just because I've been disappointed in the past. But I know that the that's not good. So if that's you, I say that to say you're not alone. Um, but we need to definitely learn to be interdependent um, on community and on family and on people God has put in our lives. Um but yeah, I think that, you know, when you are aware of your needs, it like it also just humbles you mm. and brings you before, you know, the feet of Jesus first and uh, say, Lord, I need you. I need a savior. And if you're not able to save that, that's why it takes a lot, sometimes people a little bit longer to come to Christ because they want to think that they can fix themselves. Um, and even sometimes people think they can fix their marriage or fix their relationship on their own. And we really aren't meant to do those things alone and we end up getting frustrated so i think that's why i love it so much because it it, it leads to healing when we're yeah. able to recognize our needs all right that is this week's episode i know you got something from that please remember intimacy is key to any healthy relationship honestly i saw a quote somebody said that intimacy especially emotional intimacy is an art to master so remember that it's an art to master anything that requires mastery is not going to be something that comes easy. It's going to take time. It's going to take work. So don't be upset or angry if you and your partner are not having a strong emotional intimacy on date one, six months in, a year in. This is a lifetime of work that you're trying to do. But the good news is the earlier you begin, the earlier you'll be able to have that strong foundation and it's going to really help your relationship and your marriage in the future. Now, if you're single and you're watching this, and you're like, look, I don't even have a date right now. Please, please, please don't ignore the principles you learned today. Honestly, you can begin to do some of these things with your friendships. And low-key is safer than if you were in a relationship because you're able to build these habits and learn how to communicate in a way that is authentic, that's vulnerable. But you don't have to worry about breaking up with this person. You don't have to worry about them uh, hurting your heart. I want to make sure you it's reiterated the importance of taking your time with emotional intimacy. Because I know some people, they've told us, like, look, I do too much. 
early in a relationship. I give my I give way too much of myself. I don't want you to do that. I want you to make sure that you are giving as much of you away as the commitment to the relationship requires. Meaning, there should be a lot more emotional intimacy. There should be a lot more vulnerability that you're sharing in a relationship when there's an engagement versus the second date. Because the commitment is greater. This person has committed more to you by proposing to you or accepting your proposal than they did just accepting to go on a second date with you. So that's one way to keep yourself protected as you're going throughout a relationship. If you're six months in, you should be opening up more to somebody than you did on the fifth date. So that's just something to keep in mind. The more the commitment is, the more intimacy and vulnerability you can share safely. And that's why a marriage is so great because that's the ultimate ultimate commitment. You're telling this person, I'm locked and loaded and fully committed to you. When you're truly vulnerable with somebody, it does take your marriage to the next level. Me and Pauline have experienced that. One of the best compliments we've ever gotten is, hey, you two seem like really great friends. And I believe in order to be really great friends with your partner, you have to be really good at emotional intimacy. Because emotional intimacy at the end of the day is about curiosity about the other person. I want to know, how do you think? I want to know what makes you tick. I want to know what makes you excited. I want to know you and I want you to know me. I'm not closed off. I don't have any walls. I don't have any barriers preventing you from being able to know me. And I think when you do that, it opens your relationship up to be the best relationship possible. So I hope this episode was helpful. Whether you're single, dating, engaged, or even married, I'm telling you, I know you got something from this video and we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching this video. To get more Christian relationship advice, subscribe to our channel. And make sure you check out our other videos as well.